You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. This is the Finnish Football Show. I'm Mark Wiltshire, joined here by a gurning Keke Muri. Hi, Keke. <laughs> no more No, no good pulling faces. Just I'm about to go into my introduction, but it's all good. I should I'm just, know. I'm just, I'm just getting getting ready for the tasty, uh, tasty show we got to come today. Very, very good. Well, we're gonna we're gonna preview the the next round of games in the Women's Nations League. Uh, the Helmerit have got a double header. This takes me back to. Sunday football, where you were trying to cram in all the fixtures at the end of the end of the season, you'd play two games on the same morning. Um, mm. Not quite that tough for the uh, Helmerit. They got, a, but they do have a double header against Croatia. Um, so we'll have a look at the at the Finland squad, look at the uh, opponents, and uh, and also make a few predictions for these uh, these couple of upcoming games. Um, but I reckon it might be. A good idea to start with the final rounds of the Veikkaus Liga games because Hoyiko Helsinki were crowned champions again, and we'll have a look also at the the chances of the competitors in the Europa Conference playoffs. There's quite a few teams still in with a shout of playing off for Europe, and uh, this this season it's going right down to the final games, which is which is good. So, yep, I think Keke, if you're ready, yep. The referee's ready. Let's have a look at the final day of results. Firstly, in the Mesterusaria, the, the the top half of the table. So that saw FC Honka 3, FC Inter 0, uh, Hoyiko Helsinki 1, Kup Scorpio 2, and Asiko Seinioki 0, VPS Vaza 2. And, well, as I said, Hoyiko are champions. Uh, mm. One of the Finnish football show, Mr. Ali Manson, is a Hoyiko Helsinki fan. He lives in the shadow of the Bolt Arena. So let's hear. He's not with us today, but he's uh, he's recorded some of his thoughts from the game last Saturday. Yes, thanks, Mark. Sorry I cannot be there, but after a rather down couple of weeks following the Hukayat, I have to say I'm... Um, much more chipper after Hoyakor have picked Coops to the title yet again. After yet another final day showdown, Coops needed to win by three clear goals and to be fair to them, they gave it a right go. Uh, they were the better team from start to finish, but they just couldn't manage any more than a 2-1 victory, which was more than enough for Hoyakor, whose fans started the celebrations long before the final whistle. Coops can definitely take heart from this season and that performance on Saturday for sure. Um, but of course, they'll be bitterly disappointed to fall short yet again and will naturally be looking at how they can go one step further next season. Uh, Coops also took a, a really good uh, and strong uh, away following down to the capital. Uh, and I'm sure the fans, even though, of course, they'll be gutted by the result, uh, there were, there's definitely some positives uh, for Coops to be taking from that game. Hoyakor's attention, now the party from Saturday night is starting to calm down just a little bit. 
now turns to Frankfurt and a small matter of playing Eintracht Frankfurt in their own backyard, which is uh, the first of two games versus the 2022 Europa League champions. Uh, So, yeah, definitely a huge test. But, of course, I'm dreaming a little about these games and, you know, maybe getting something over there. I'll be at the home leg in a few weeks' time because, you know, I guess if you can't dream in football, the game gets a tad boring, doesn't it? Okay, so I guess I have to say congratulations to Hoyiko. It hurts, um, but not as much as that game on Saturday, Asikor nil, Verpeas 2. It was was tough. It was a tough watch. Um, You know, they, Asikor were putting out social media before the game about, you know, we want to be the Pokemon masters for this season. We've won a game. They've won a game. Come on, we can, you know, do this and get everyone excited. And Basra are just good this year. I don't I don't know what else to, what else to say. Like, like all season, Asiko have been playing this kind of possession-based. Um, trying to keep the ball, moving it around. And at times, they've managed to find that attacking impetus. Uh, yeah, and a lot of times they haven't. And it's felt like sort of side to side, turning around in circles, going back and not really pressuring and not really not really threatening the uh, the opponents. And by contrast, Fairpass got the ball. They played the ball forward quickly and then they had fast forwards just powering with the ball at your goal and I don't know if it was just because I was a bit sort of keyed up and nervous but it felt to me that every time they got the ball there was this well there were there was a roar of sound because there were a hell of a lot of fair PS fans in our stadium they were everywhere we were infested infested with black and white stripes uh, all over the place but but the noise like just seemed to power them on and you felt they were a threat every time they got the ball. So, you know, as much as it really hurts me to say this, they, they deserved it. They deserved their, their bronze medal. Um, the only consolation is we can still nick their European place. But if I'm completely honest, I don't fancy any of those other teams beating Vaza. You know, they've now got a couple of days, or maybe 10 days break. Rest, yep. While the other teams have got to play in this in this sort of knockout competition. So the way it works now is that Asikor play Olu on Wednesday and Inter play Honka again on Wednesday. The winners of that, so it's just one-off games, the winners of that then play next Saturday um, for the right to play against Vaza in a two-legged game. So there's two ways of looking at it. Either, like, I don't think any of the players should be really exhausted. They've just had the international break, so there's been a bit of a break. But potentially they're playing five games in 15 days if you get all the way to the end. And does that mean that you're sort of a well-oiled machine going into those games and Vaza have got a break and do they take their foot off? Or does it just mean that they're rested and they're ready to come and just power their way to the to the Europe as well? So I don't know. They if, if they get it, they deserve it. If we can nick that place, that would be some quite a big consolation prize, I suppose. But mm, I was in touch with um, Vaza fan Villa, who joined us a few shows ago today, and we exchanged some very civilized 
grown up congratulations <laughs> to each other no and he said that if they qualify for europe he'll come back on the pod next year so oh good well, it depends because if he doesn't yeah. come back on next year, it means someone else got to Europe. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I don't think anyone would be betting against Pepsol at the moment. Do you no. know what I mean? Like they, they've, they've just got it together. I mean, they've, they've done you for the bronze medal by seven points. They're only, they're only four points off of the, off of the two top teams. You know, they, they. They've and they really didn't start playing until July. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, um, if they if they started a season that would have been a little bit better, we we could have been talking about a new champion. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's true. How, it's true. How would that have been? But yeah, to obviously the final the final uh, final game of the regular season, it went down to the wire. But Cups got a result away at Hoyekor, and um, I, I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure off the top of my head what the goal swing needed to be, but I think they needed, it was 2-1, I think they needed to beat them about 8-0, didn't they? I think it wasn't quite so many. Maybe it was, uh, I think they needed uh, a 3-0 win would have switched yeah. thing around. Three clear goals, yeah. Yeah, so they didn't yeah. quite get there, but... Um... But it, it was it was exciting stuff, you know, to see mm. that go down go down to the wire and um, obviously all you call lifting... Uh, well, not not muted celebrations. They did go bananas. I think that was the, what was their their fourth in a row, was it? But um, but yeah, you know, it's it's always it's nice to nice to win a league, but you want to try and sign off with a win and to sort of get to get beat by the the team in second and uh, and 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 yeah, it go down to go down to the wire like that. That was quite exciting. But but yeah, we said it we said it before. Mark Vapes are the story of the season. I think they well deserved their their bronze medal and. Um, yeah, the, the the players and the coaches and and the fans have, have had a had a roaring season, and you know I can say this, but long may it continue. <laughs> uh, you know, I I I, I like to have a, a joke when we're doing better than them, um, but I'm a grown man now. I can I and especially doing this show, like we 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 want to cover and be positive about all of Finnish football, don't we? So there's no there's no. I, I'm sure there's some hatred between some of the fans of those two clubs, but for me, it's rivalry. We go again next year. That's it. But first, maybe we'll try and nick that European place. Good luck. <laughs> in the uh, in the Hasti Asaria, the the final three games were uh, Olu one, Haka one. Lati one, Ilves five. Ilves continuing their late season sort of form, um, mm. which will be keeping Jamie, friend of the show, Jamie happy. Um, and then right at the bottom, this was Cortepe Neil Mariaham two, which which basically meant that Mariaham went above Cortepe probably for the first time all season. We because we were saying the first half of the season again, Cortepe were like fifth or sixth or you know mm -hmm. around the middle and they they were looking quite steady and they just dropped like a Blimey stone like a stone yeah mm -hmm. that's it yeah i mean um yeah just mariham just nicked that nicked that playoff spot so um it is it is Cortepe who get relegated back to ukkanen and um yeah he of course mariham will have a, have a chance to um to keep their Vegas league status yeah, they'll have a playoff, uh, I guess, two-legged playoff against Gnistan uh, from the Helsinki area. It, uh, but, but that was that was quite a, a game because Gnistan had a, a one-off playoff against Asyukor Academy 
on Saturday. And I was in the at the stadium. I think Sutter and I watched the last 20 minutes or so of that academy game. And and academy we we was one one and then academy got when I went ahead two one with maybe 15 minutes left. And it was like, come on, can you hold in? Can you hold in? And and then I think it came that it, it got to 90 minutes and there were five minutes of injury time. And then it was inside those minutes of injury time that Ganistan got an equalizer. And we were like, oh, it's five to five now. We've got to get out on the terrace and take our space because there's another game yeah. kicking off. And we were following it on the on the phone, and it was like, okay, three two to Ginnistan, four two to Ginnistan. And I, I, I have to say, well, Steve Stevie Stevie Greve, the the academy manager, said the other week that I, I said, what happens if you if you get into that final? And he said, we we cause chaos. <laughs> And and then after, I, I sent him a message after the game on Saturday. I said, "Oh, you know, commiserations and all that." He said, "He said, yeah, it was a good performance. We had our chances." He said, "But we wanted to cause more chaos." <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think I think I, I actually saw Richie Dorman, uh, the Asicor technical director in the bar, and I said to him, "Oh, they they're keeping things interesting." And he he looked at me. He said, "Oh." They're making my life very interesting. I don't know whether to, whether you know, whether we should cheer be like on cheer, or yeah. cheering or or not is is just like so stressful. Um, so, I think for for the kind of for the for the sporting integrity of the last game of the season, that playoff, it makes sense that it's between two teams that really want to be in the Vakas yeah. Liga and will will be there. And you know, I've got no. Nothing against Mariaham, but it's also quite nice to see a couple of different teams coming That's up right. this year as well. I, w- I wouldn't have minded if it was Mick Kelly either, whoever whoever got there. But it's good to see some different some different names up there. No, definitely. I mean, um, I keep I keep a little eye on Nistan just because my um, man crush Eremarkanen is there now, <laughs> and um, he's had the, yeah he's had, he's he's had an half decent season. But um, but yeah, there was a there was a bit of bit of breaking news coming out of Nistan. This afternoon, wasn't there? Yeah, it's uh, rich. Rich said that's a they message. Might, they, well, at least at least one of them will be in the fake league <laughs> next season. Well, that's true. Yeah, They're, it seems like their manager is heading from uh, Gnistan into uh, Il- Ilves for next season. Yeah, Tampa yeah. Ilves. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll watch this space. Um, Which uh, you know, with, with with a game like that coming up, uh, a, a chance to make it into the Vakas League after he's done pretty well with with Nistan in, in this year, it's it does seem a bit weird that they haven't just held that back for for a little while, just to maybe let him and his team and the fans focus on what is probably the the biggest game in their recent memory, you know. But, um, but it's, yeah, it's true, isn't it? Have come out and spoiled the party. But just give him a week. Let let that go. Let that couple of games go by, and then you could announce your announce your story. I don't. I don't see what the point was really of, of coming well, there out. There we of that, go. But... We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see what that announcement does to their preparation, and we'll we'll see if it's them or uh, or the Orland side that stay in the Vakas League. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, top scorers. I don't know. I don't know if goals scored in this final. Tournament counting the top scorers, I guess it probably does. Um, but at the moment, you've got uh, Radulovic from Hoyikor on 18 goals from 24 games. You've got uh, Peter Michael from Vaza with 14 goals in 26 games. Well, I think it's probably 
14 goals in about 15 games, really, isn't it? He's yeah, been, he on, again, on fire with the whole team recently. Um, Ashley Coffey from Olu on 12, and Jaime Moreno from Asico on nine, uh, on 11, sorry. So um, they're, they're kind of the top four, and uh, I've, I've added a few others into the... Uh, into the blog post, so you can see those see those there. But it it seems like, well, Peter Michael's got a couple more couple more games to play in this in this competition. I wouldn't bet against him getting yep. three in those two games and and climbing to the top. But we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Uh, any anything? I think um, we should in a in a future episode look a little bit more detail about the. Um, all the promotions and relegations and things like that. And I'd, I'm going to do a little bit of um, research into what's been going on in Sanyoki in this season, because apart from Asikor first team, if you look down through all the different divisions, there's different teams from this area that have sort of been riding quite high in their tables. So we'll, we'll, we'll throw a little bit of positivity in the direction ah. of, of post postcode six oh one oh oh a little bit later in the in the winter I think but uh, any anything else from you Keki on the Vakas Liga? No, just to say obviously that Hall you call go into Champions League qualification again. Cups get that um, Europa League qualification chance. So yeah, we'll we'll wait with bated breath to see who who they get drawn against. Um, yeah, which uh, which clubs from which nations they get drawn again in the early rounds that. We'll start before we know it, and um, yeah, and, and, uh, and of course, uh, of course, Hoyiko still got this year's this Europe, year's European, European conference to going on, yeah. haven't they? So they're they're away in Germany uh, later this week. Indeed, yeah, uh, Frankfurt, I believe. Yes, is it? Yeah, Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah, so uh, exciting times, mate. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All right, let's let's move on then and look at the Women's Nations League. Campaign. So, just as as a reminder, um, Finland are sitting there in Group B two, um, and they're in the same group with Romania, Slovakia, who they played in the previous two games last month, and Croatia. And Finland are ranked twenty eighth. Um, looking at their record this year, they've won six and drawn one, and Croatia are ranked sixtieth. And this year they've won two, drawn two, and lost three. And uh, and Finland beat Croatia four one earlier this year. We we mentioned last time how Finland had played all these teams already earlier this year in friendlies. So it was it gave us a little bit of little bit of relevant form to uh, to think about. Um, and as I said in the introduction, it's a double header. So they Finland played Croatia in the Bolt Arena in Helsinki. It's a, quarter to seven on Friday the 27th, so Friday coming. And then the following Tuesday, they play in Sibenik in Croatia um, at 6pm finish time. Um, and I've also in the show notes there put the links to where you can watch these games on Ule, Kaksi or Aren. Um, Keke, that, that's kind of the overview, but what about the Helmerit squad? What did you do? You want to go through the squad in the different positions, maybe, and and tell us what you noticed. Yeah, can do, mate. I mean, um, yeah, I think the uh, it's it's we've discussed the the Helmut squad recently, and it is a, a pretty settled squad. We've 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 noticed a few younger players coming in, and um, 
and there has been there has been some that were a little bit more recognisable that are now absent. But yeah, if I just uh, run through the squad here, obviously we've got Tinia Rika Korpela uh, in goals with Anna Taminen of Hamabu and Nilamai Mayasari, who's uh, in the Damos and Benskan with Uppsala as well. So um, yeah, really, really, really strong position for for Helmut. I mean, um, Tinny's now at Roma. They're uh, they're currently top of Serie A. Tinny's had a couple of clean sheets. Um, Roma have qualified for the Women's Champions League. So um, so yeah, not a, not a bad place to be. So Tinny will be going into this um, into this camp with uh, with high confidence. She's been sort of sharing the goalkeeping duties at, um, at Roma. But yeah, whenever whenever she's played, she's done really well. And as I said, she's got got a couple of clean sheets under her belt. Um, she's sharing it with the Romania goalkeeper. There was there was. I, believe, all, I, would, it, I think it was the Romania some, yeah. goalkeeper. There was some video yeah, before they, the they last game. They did a games. shirt swap, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. they did a shirt shop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. But um, talking of clean sheets, uh, one of the other goalkeepers, Anna Taminen, she's um, she kept a uh, she broke the Damals Fenskan record. She's she's kept a, a record seven hundred minutes uh, without wow. without conceding a goal. So. Um, yeah, it was absolutely unbelievable. She she's uh, she she claimed that record. Um, yeah, she's uh, that's it's now expired. It's now gone. Like she's uh, she's let a goal in since then. But yeah, but to claim that claim that record, and she was vote, voted Player of the Month over there in Sweden. So it's uh, I mean seven hundred minutes. About seven people? seven clean sheets, is it? Seven seven yeah, games but, without conceding. Wow. So seven hundred minutes for any keeper at any level is is unbelievable, really. So. Um, yeah, kudos to to Anna Taminen, and um, yeah, long long may that continue. Um, then we go into the defenders. We've got Natalia Kuika from uh, Portland Thorns. Obviously, a bit of a stalwart. You know, you'd expect her to to feature. Um, Johanna Tunila from SK Brand. They've also qualified for the Women's Champions League, so that's um, that's really good news for for Johanna there. Uh, Ava Nustrom, who's at Hamabu. She's a teammate of. Anna Taminens um, plays in defence, as I said, and uh, yeah, I mean, some of those, some of those, that seven hundred minutes of clean sheets is uh, has to go down to to Ava as well, I suppose, if she's um, she's been in defence and protecting Anna Taminen there, so um, so that's that's fantastic. Ellie Pitkuyamsa, who up until recently has been at Racing Louisville in uh, in the US, I think she's. Um, She's just actually packed her bags to uh, to leave Louisville. I think. Um, not sure where she's off to next, but I think her, her, her contract there has has come to an end, and so she'll be she'll be leaving the US and looking for a new home. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, um, we've watched a lot of the Helmerit, and Pico Yamps is always one that we like to keep an eye on. She's a cracking player. Emma Coivista, obviously uh, Liverpool in the WSL. Liverpool have had a bit of a a mixed start to this uh, WSL season, but um, but yeah, Emma's been as, as strong as ever, so that's uh, that's really good. Nora Hellrum of Sampdoria, we've got um, Tia Peltonen of Fortuna Höring, uh, Katarina Kosala of BK Hacken. Uh, they've also qualified for the for the Champions League, another damn Orosvenskan side, and um, Katarina Kosala, yeah, she's a, she's a, a regular at Hacken and. A, a really, really decent player. So expect good things from her. Then we've got Evelina Summanen, obviously of Tottenham. She's been scoring. You're, you're goals. moving into, I mean, into midfield now. Sorry, mate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Moving That's into okay. midfielders. 
So yeah, uh, Evi, Evelina Summanen, obviously um, those of you who, who keep an eye on our Instagram will have seen me over there at Leighton Orient. I took my boy over to see um, Spurs women, just uh, well to see uh, Evelina, Evelina and um, and Olga Arkinen. But uh, what a cracking day that was! They both scored, and uh, yeah, and Eve was a player of the match. So um, so it was uh, brilliant. And and, and did, did you have your did you have your uh, Sage Simon Tamminen uh, flag with you to attract the girls over after the game? Of course I did, mate. Take it everywhere I go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a good. It was a good picture of your of your lad there with the with the two players standing, sort of just be just no, behind him. Mate, they they're always very gracious with their time, and they 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 really they really enjoy seeing um, seeing the you know the support for from coming from Finland there. So um, so yeah, they was uh, they were more than happy to come and speak to myself and Kimmy and sign a couple do, of do they know do they know you as, as yeah exactly yeah exactly right uh, I think a selfie with the players is the modern day autograph really isn't it that's what well, that's what people yeah, get there you go. but do they know that you're with the podcast yeah I've mentioned it I've mentioned yeah, it okay, so, yeah okay. yeah so uh, obviously they're desperate to get on and I said you know when we get time <laughs> when, when, when we get time, we'll fit them in. Yeah, well, there's no time but at yeah. the moment because there's so many games going on at the minute. It's exactly like there's a, there's a podcast in our in our like every eight days at the moment. We're we've never been so prolific. The football never stops. That's but yeah, right. sorry. So moving on. So moving on, we've got um, Orna Sirin of uh, of Cups. They're um, they're top of the league in Finland at the Kansalainen Liga. So um, yeah, she uh, unfortunately her twin sister. Mrs. Mm. Uh, Mrs. Out on on this squad um, for reasons unknown. We mm. we tried to find out what what the crack is there, but yeah, we're um, I'm sure if you do, if you know, leave it in the comments and let us know. But um, yeah, then we've got Anna Hartikainen, also of Crooks, um, Olga Artinen, as I said from Tottenham, Evelina's teammate. She's settled in really really well in London. Goals, assists, like yeah, player of the match performances. She just she just looks made for for football at that level. You know what I mean? It's it's been she's been she's been really really good since she came to Spurs. Um, then we've got Ria Erling of FC Rosengård, another Swedish team who have, who have qualified for the Women's Champions League. So yeah, great great pedigree there. Uh, Emmy Allenen of Kristiansands, Sunny Francie from Real Sociedad, um, of course Linda Salstrom who's now at Vitsjö. In Sweden, obviously our leading goal scorer ever. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll expect to see Linda feature and hopefully add to that huge goal tally that she's already chalked up for the national team. We've got um, Jutta Rantala, who's also in the WSL. She's signed for Leicester City. Another one who's settled in really, really well into the WSL. Another one who's chipping in with goals and assists for a new club. And yeah, looks as I said with Olga Jutta looks absolutely made to play football at that level as well. So, yeah, she's doing really, really good things at Leicester City. Um, then we've got Heidi Kollanen of Orebo and Orna Sevenius of Como in Italy. So, yes, um, as I said, mate, like a bit of a, bit of a mixture, some, pretty much like the previous squad, there's uh, some, some regular names and those, those names of the younger players that are becoming more familiar and more regular to us as they feature in more and more squads. I was just thinking while you were reading through that squad that that there's probably seven or eight players there that are, are real regulars at the moment. Mm -hmm. And if the listeners thinking, 
um, you know, about, I mean, it takes time. You start watching a new team. And for us as well, you know, the last few years, we've tried to watch more and more of the women's games and you start to recognise some names and then players leave. And I remember uh, Anne of Vesterland was my favourite a couple of years ago yeah. as centre-back, spraying these passes. And just as I started to recognise her and remember her name, she retired. And uh, That's it. and now we've, now we've got to find new heroes. But I, I just thought I'd, I'd mention that, I mean, Tinny Coppola in goal is generally gonna generally gonna start. Um, generally nailed on, yeah. Yeah, and then across the back, the, the back four is pretty solid. Koivisto, Kuika, Nustrum, Pikuyamsa. That's yeah. that's pretty steady. In the midfield, Summanen and Kosola are like I'm I'm not saying they're nailed on. They will, they will, you know, there there is competition Feature, places, yeah. but but they they're often they've started the last two games, for example. Mm-hmm. And then up front Erling, Salström, Rantela are all yep. all regular starters. So there's probably seven or eight players there that you could start to listen out for the name and and keep an eye on them during during the game. Yeah, yeah, and and for people just trying to connect with the with the women's team as well. I'm thinking that's it. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of these players will feature over the couple of games. And yeah, as a, as you said, mate, there's some some regular names there that people who listen to our show and have started to watch the, the Helmerich should start getting a bit familiar with. Mm. Um, we've spoken about a couple who, who haven't quite made it for this squad and one, uh, another one who we've, we've sort of spoke about before. Um, and we wasn't quite sure what, what had happened, but there's been some, been some press recently about Amanda Rantanen, who's, who's actually suffered a, a, a nasty injury. I mean, it wasn't, ah. I don't know if it's really a, really an injury that you that you get, you know, like not someone's kicked you or something like that. But um but yeah, she's suffering what I can only think is described as shin splints, which is sort of oh, that right, very, okay. very, yeah, very painful. It's just, you know, from too much too much activity, I believe. But she's is, had, is it um, something players get when they're younger as well? She's quite young, isn't she? Yeah, she she is quite young, yeah. But I mean um she's been and she's been playing for a, a long time yeah. since she was very young. But but yeah, she's she's had some had some sort of surgery, and it is a I think it's it's a it's quite a long road back. It could be sort of a good few months before she's back playing in anger. But obviously, we wish Amanda Rantanen well and and hope that she's uh, pulling on the blue and white jersey of Finland again very soon. Yeah, it's good that you mentioned that because that is someone who sort of just disappeared out, and we were we were scratching our heads a little bit when that when we first noticed that. So yeah. it's good that you you bring it up. Um, and what about the Croatia squad? Um, I've included a listing of the Croatia women's squad, like a, a graphic of it in the in the blog post. So wherever you're watching or listening, there's a link just below below all the introductory blurb. There's and and the um, and the chapters as well, which which my my teammates in the Finnish football show were very. Um, <laughs> Uh, complimentary on the other day Indeed. so you should find chapters in many of the um many of the podcast players and certainly on youtube and if not then i i list them in the description so you can at least sort of manually skip through if you don't have the the chapters there um but you'll find the link there also to this to this blog post where you've got all of the um graphics and and pictures and bits and pieces that we've nicked and and stuck together like a like a modern day scrapbook 
to to supplement the uh, the show that you're listening and watching. Um, Keke, do you have any any comments on the on the Croatia squad? I think we've made it a point of saying we're not going to just pretend we know about things we don't know about. You know, we've we've given right. some some info and some insights into the women's uh, Finland women's team. What about Croatia? So um, yeah, I'm prepared to give you the full rundown. No, not really. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't pretend to know to know too much about the Croatia women's squad, but um, I've I've had a little look over them, and yeah, they're they're playing at various various clubs. But uh, one thing that did sort of stand out for me, Mark, was obviously I've, I've gone through the Finland squad there, and I've mentioned the three, four, however many it is girls that we've got playing in the women's champions league mm. and um yeah i just i just something that i did notice was um yeah the the, the clubs that the, the croatian players are at there they're not clubs that will feature in this season's women's champions league so it just goes to show you that that club status that the finland players are at is um is just a little bit little bit higher than those of yeah. their croatian counterparts yeah okay no good good point so the way the way group b2 is lining up at the moment after two mm. games. Finland are top with two wins, so six points. Slovakia second with three points, and Croatia third. Now, having having said that, Croatia are the lowest rank. They did get a win against Romania in the in, yeah. in match day one um, at home, a two one win against Romania. Um, but then in the next game, they got beaten four 0 by Slovakia. So Finland beat Slovakia 4-0 and then Slovakia beat Croatia 4-0, which means... <laughs> We're going to win 8 -0. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work that way, but it does give you a little bit of, uh, a little bit of confidence. Um, yeah. And the... It's, it's, in, it's interesting how they've done this double-header thing because obviously that means that Slovakia and Romania have also got a double-header over, mm. uh, over this coming weekend as well. So... Um, it's. I mean, if we can, if we can beat the lowest ranked team a couple of times, it's going to be very difficult for the others to uh, to come against us. You know, to get to get past us in this uh, in this group B two table. Whether how how Finland would get on in the higher in the in the you know the A group A tables would be um, interesting to see. But you know, let's beat the teams that are in front of us first um i've already written in my predictions keke oh. i'll let you i'll let you go first uh firstly the home game finland versus croatia so the home game i'm gonna go we should mention actually that the home game is taking place at the bolt arena there in helsinki yes. and um at the time of recording i believe there's over seven seven thousand tickets sold um Obviously, the, uh, the Palo Lito and particularly those behind the Helmerit have turned this this match period, this match day, into uh, something of a celebration. It's um, it's 50 years of we're celebrating 50 years of Helmerit, so uh, of 50 years of women's football in Finland. So um, so yeah, of it, 7,000 tickets sold is is fantastic. I mean, in a stadium um, that holds ten thousand, you know, if they can yes, get more more people I, committing to those tickets during this week, that's a that's going to be a, a cracking atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you remember, Mark, but if you cast your mind back to when we when we spoke to Tinja Rikokorfala, and she 
she told us about, obviously, this was during the, the strange time of COVID when they were playing in empty stadiums, but mm. they could they could hear some fans up on up on the rocks there who were yeah. who were chanting chanting for them. But um, but this time round, it'll be an absolutely jam packed stadium. So um, I mean, that's that's fantastic for for the women and um, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's really really good. So yeah, seven over seven thousand tickets sold. As I said, fifty years of women's football in Finland. So definitely something to be celebrated. But back to the prediction, I'm going. For that party atmosphere, I'm going with a resounding four nil. Yes, four nil. That's, ex- that's exactly what I. That's exactly what I put. Okay. And for the away game, well, I think this may be a tighter affair, but um, as you said, you know we're we're ranked 28th, sandwiched between Czech Republic and, and Wales in the FIFA rankings, and our friends Croatia are down in 60th at the moment between Ghana and India. So I think it will be a little bit tighter, but I, I still think that we should be coming away with a win and three points there. So I'm going to go for a 2-0 win, mate. Okay, 2-0. I went for 3-1 because I think there's there's still goals in us. Um, but, you know, Croatia can score goals. We've seen that in mm-hmm. in their, um, in their at least in the game against Romania at home. So I thought maybe, maybe that might get them a, a goal there. Um, I reckon, Keke, we've come to the end of the end of the show. I, I think that was quite tight, forty minutes or so. Especially once yeah. I put on the intro and the outro, that always adds a little bit on. Um, Lovely. We had we had no coarse language today, nothing to edit out. So this this should be nice, nice tight, nice tight show. Yeah, I think listener, we'll be back after these two. Helmerit games, have a look back at the two matches against Croatia and give you a bit of a, a status update in the um in the Vekas Liga uh European playoffs. Um I'm I'm now thinking, depending how Asikor get on, scheduling these shows is gonna be a bit tight because the Helmerid play Wednesday and then I think uh, sorry, Tuesday, and then I think the Wednesday is the first of the games involving Verpeas and whoever gets through this process. Oh, yeah. So let's let's not count our chickens before they're hatched. Um because you know before they're hatched they could easily become scrambled eggs rather than chickens. So um hey. let's leave it there and uh, just keep uh, just keep your eyes open. We'll we'll make sure that we're sharing when the when these pods come out on uh, on social media and uh, and if you subscribe then You'll always get us at the top of your feet. Yeah, hit the subscribe button. That's it. Do it. And All right. obviously, we uh, yeah welcome welcome your comments as well. Hit us up. Let us know what you think and now how we're getting on. All right. Apart from the person who I'm not going to give the glory of naming on YouTube, who keeps trolling us that <laughs> Finland don't bother attacking uh, yeah. after the uh, after the Denmark game. That was fair comment, but he's still banging on about the Denmark game and it's a bit yeah. tedious but anyway no no oxygen of publicity for that character <laughs> right Keke good to good to speak to you mate we'll, we'll speak again soon I'm sure Yo, kikos, kikos. and listener until the next episode of the Finnish Football Show thanks a lot goodbye you've been listening to the Finnish Football Show you can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and also on Instagram. 
See the links in the episode description. You can also connect with the five hosts on Twitter, at Explore Finland, at FC Sorby, at Escape to Sorby, at Kekimulari, and at Mano99. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description. 